Hello and welcome to the Hespect MMA podcast, where we cover MMA's hottest headlines, fight card bouts, fighter drama, discuss fight predictions, media giants, and basically all things MMA related. Made by fans, for the fans. This is your host, Hespectful Keith, and I'd love for you to come and join me here, often visited by special guest and best friend of mine, codenamed Throblo as we share our memories, takes, and opinions on the frequently changing landscape that is MMA. Now, without further ado, let's MMA and chill. Back on that shit. So, welcome back, everybody. It is episode 27. We are waiting on Throbby and our new guest, Brian, to come through. Brian is a co-worker of mine. Um, he's also a UFC fan. He uh, has been watching since GSP's heydays. Shout out to George St. Pierre. So, uh, yeah, we got him on Discord. Haven't built the community yet, so for any of you listening, you know, just stay patient, man. We're all about just enjoying it. Not pushing too hard for anything, you know. Just just enjoying the ride, man. Don't, don't gotta make it awkward about none. Anyways, yeah, uh, so... Uh, Brian's my co-worker. Uh, and a UFC fan as well, so he will be joining us as a special guest. Robbie Lowe should be on pretty soon. Man, I am just excited. Kind of exhausted, too. I'm exhausted because uh, I was up all a lot just trying to push out episode 26. Lost a lot of sleep in that regard. And then, uh, yo, what's up, man? Hello, hello. Yo, I, uh, am I, can you hear me? Uh, you're kind of quiet, unless that's my end being quiet. Yeah, let me, uh, one second here. How do Is I? Is that better? Yeah, that's a lot better. How do I sound? Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, that's good. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, funny thing, uh, I started uh, working again back at Tim Hortons for the weekends. Just try to fucking supplement this goddamn income and make this mortgage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Last, when, I, when I was last working there, they didn't really do... Uh, they had like, what, like liquid eggs that came in like a carton or some shit. But now they, oh, uh, well. they actually got real right. eggs. And uh, I've, I've been able to... Uh, Take home a couple of those fucking cartons that they sit in for soundproofing. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it works out. And, uh, Definitely like, does sound. Yeah. Oh, I haven't put anything up yet. I'm just saying, like, uh, for for uh, the future room that I'm going to be working on, it works out. Oh, you're not in. Oh no, you're I'm not still... in that. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm actually. Uh... Oh, it's hilarious. I'm actually in the closet of the spare room in the house. So it's it's, it's uh. Oh yeah, it's a nice little place here. <laughs> I was wondering why the echo, the echo wasn't there. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I'm also using the um the the snowball mic now. I, after trying the gaming headset, I don't know, maybe uh, I let it sit around too long or whatever after you gave it to me. But uh, the the yeah. audio kept like kind of like slowly fading out and fading in throughout the pod. Oh damn. Yeah, so that was really weird. I'm hoping though this time, uh all the fucking audio tracks sync up because that was a bit of a nightmare to edit. I don't know if it's because I'm in the closet here and the signal's bad and it's throwing shit off, but yeah, yeah, I was just, I was just saying, uh, before oh, you came yeah, in, who knows? 
Yeah, I was saying before you came into the uh to any of the listeners, like fucking I've been I've lost a lot of sleep this weekend just because of the, the weekend job and then trying to push out episode twenty six and then uh fucking Yeah, I just haven't been sleeping, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. <laughs> it's all good though. Uh how how you doing anyway? Ah, oh, same old, same old. You know, just getting through it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Well, fucking last night definitely uh, helped spice things up in these lives of ours, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, fucking crazy how everything turned out. Yeah, man. So how are you feeling, man? How are you feeling about the whole goddamn night last night? Kind of went the way I expected. Maybe not the main event, but mm. there were a couple of surprises. Any highlights? The main event and... Uh, who was it? Molly McCann, the hype train she had going with, uh, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The same place as Patty. Yeah. 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 Dude, she got, uh, yeah, she got, steam- yeah. she got steamrolled. She, she got steamrolled. Hell yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, all right. Well, let's just fucking dive in, man. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just saying to the listeners here, it's fucking, uh, November 13th, the day after UFC 281. And uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, there's something wrong with you. Especially if you're listening to this, because I'm not even famous. Ain't nobody looking for this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, fuck, what a night, man. Uh, tons of finishes. Lived up to its expectations. Uh, yeah, I mean, came out swinging with the first fight, right? Yeah, first Had fight. some mean leg kicks, and then... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, what was that, Carl, Carlos Oberg putting away Nikolai Neyu Moranu. I think that's what they were saying on uh, the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, so at least we got it right over Dan Hooker, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Dan Hooker. Yeah, but yeah, that was a, that was a great opener, bro. Fucking, it was kind of slow, to be honest. Like, as Carlos, uh, you could tell he just he just wanted that perfect counter. You know? Yeah. Like, Nikolai was trying to fucking push the action, and I was kind of like, I was sitting there, uh, I couldn't put the volume up yet, because my uh, kid was still watching some of his goddamn Cocoa Melon, and uh, yeah, I remember just, like, yelling a couple times, like, what, what is this guy doing? You know, like, because I felt like he's kind of dancing around a bit too much, but once fucking Carlos found his opening, bro. Yeah. Once he found that clean. opening. Yeah, man. Holy shit. It was a good, uh, good approach overall too, because he kept uh, getting at him with the kicks. Right, he mm-hmm. definitely had them on his mind. Yeah, he yeah. slipped that one time too. Uh, Negari Manu or whatever. Yeah, no, I think they yeah, were saying Neyu Morani. I think the okay. G is silent apparently. Okay. Unless I heard wrong. <laughs> I call him Nikolai. Nikolai, let's call him Nikolai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, fucking those leg kicks definitely frustrated him too, right? Because like. But be- yeah. just before the finish, Nikolai was like, oh, I'm going to get this motherfucker so bitch. His body language <laughs> just like <laughs> trying yeah. to get at this guy. But yeah, man, fucking uh, Black Jag over here is uh, his nickname, Carlos Olberg. That was a, uh, yeah, beautiful counter. Dude, whenever I see someone like throw, because I'm, I'm not a fucking fighter, but how are how do you still generate power when you throw a hand twice, you know? Cause he he got oh, no. he rocked him by jabbing him. The jab was like, eh. and then he came with a hook with the same hand, and then that's when he rocked him. And I like I've seen uh what is that? I think Nate's done that to Connor before, where he hit him with a double yeah. hook and he rocked Connor. Yeah. 
Like how funny. Like a, a jab, a jab hook, really quick. Yeah, like with the, with same, the same hand. hand. Like I don't know. Obviously, they're professionals, but to me, as a as a yeah. As a pedestrian, you know, I'm like, God damn, <laughs> how do you make that much power throwing a hand twice, you know? I don't know, man. It's like uh, Nate says, everyone's on steroids, man. <laughs> but even was that man, Nick? Uh, it was both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Diaz, bros, man, all natty, fucking vegans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, even that fucking, did you see that one shot once he was like on his knees and stuff? Like, dude, like, no offense, but Nikolai just flew across, like, the canvas a few feet, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of power, man. No kidding. Like, he rocked him, he went down, and then when he was, like, on his knees trying to recover, like, that second shot when I saw it in slow-mo, I was like, oh, god damn, man, because his body just, like, <laughs> flies almost like, you know, the dead body physics in video games, just... Yeah, splattered. Dead weight physics. <laughs> yeah, them dead weight physics like took took full power. Like I don't know, maybe his brain kind of jolted right before the punch landed, and and he wanted to get away, and then as he got knocked out, his his body kind of just went in the direction that the punch hit. I don't know. <laughs> maybe yeah, I'm overthinking. Momentum shift. Yeah, man. I don't know. Is it like you remember when uh, Holly Holm got choked out by Misha Tate? You remember that? Remember that little punch punch thing she did because she didn't tap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, I'm wondering if... It's like a, your body's on autopilot while your mind is out. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if that's what happened, because, I don't know, it's either that punch was really powerful or, like, something attributed to it, because, yeah, Nikolai kind of went flying there. Yeah, all just redirected all of it. <laughs> yeah, man, but, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a good fucking fight, man. Um... I want to shoot up and kind of show some love to, uh, you know, uh, word up to Montel Jackson with his uh, win over Julio Ars there. But I wanted to kind of shoot up and uh, talk about, I was texting you about this guy, Michael Trezano. This guy was like, oh, yeah. I don't know why he is like, his whole vibe was reminding me of like Paul Felder. Okay, I gotcha. Mm. You yeah, happen, I remember. You happened to see their fight? With, yeah, uh, I did. With some Wu Choi or whatnot. Yeah, good, you know, action-packed first round, right? Yeah, slick fucking. Got guy. the clean left on the end. Yeah, yeah. He, he was also catching him with that, like, earlier during the match. Like, even uh, yeah. when Choi knocked him down, it was the same. Like, when they both did the double knockdown, they, like, he, he caught him with that same counter left coming in. He just got hit, too. Yeah, he definitely had it on point the whole fight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it was just a matter of time before. I mean, with how the the fight was going, it seemed like, you know, it was going to be one or the other eventually. <laughs> he just sure. had that one. He just had that one pinpointed already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know the, the the from the walkout and then the celebration after. Uh, I just got mad like Paul Felder vibes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get on get on Michael Trezano there. That was that was a good. Uh, that was a slick knockout, you know. I like his nickname too, yeah. uh, the Lone Wolf. I like that shit. Yeah, that's a good one. And I remember uh, Claire, like she was like peeping while I was watching, and she's like, "Oh, that guy's Korean." She like screams and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Chan Sung Jung and stuff. Been out here, you know, not just this guy. <laughs> she's like, and when uh, when I was like, "Oh, he's like, did did he win? No, no, he did not." <laughs> <laughs> no, it was quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> exactly. This is fighting. Just 
just because you see something that you really like it it's not gonna end happy all the time right your korean man went down no offense to yeah exactly i love korea oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it went down hard mm-hmm. yeah that was a fucking good fight too yeah man did you did you peep carolina's fight like I, I know she's kind of a staple uh at strawway right now but i i uh I was off for that one. I had to some shit to do. Yeah, I mean it was uh it was a little more competitive than I guess the uh the unanimous decision would call it, but it was def it was clearly a win. Mm-hmm. It was it was really weird though because uh the they came out uh Bruce Buffer came out to announce it, right? And they were about to it looked like. Yeah. But then one of the judges or something came out and he started like rewriting on the judges' scorecards after they'd already been handed in. Oh, I saw a clip of like that. Right, right on the side fight? of the cage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it fuck? was really weird. They were standing there in the in the octagon after, you know, right next to each like other. The judge for like maybe two minutes while... Uh, I don't know who it was. It might have been a judge or like a commissioner or something. It yeah. definitely wasn't like, you know, one of the recognizable UFC uh, people, but... Mm. Yeah, it was really weird. Like they they came out and Bruce Buffer was like, "What's going on?" kind of thing. And yeah, whoever it was that was handling the judges' scorecards, he literally was holding it up on you know the top part of the padded uh, cage. Yeah, and he was writing on it with a yeah, pen of kind, some kind. I've seen it. it was like the weirdest fucking thing ever. No, dude, I think I think UFC. And then eventually, about it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I got. I don't know. They were standing there waiting to see what happened for like two minutes while the whole thing was going down. Oh shit! <laughs> I fucking missed that, man. I fucking missed that weird moment. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I remember when I like tuned back in. I was like scrolling through my IG, and then UFC themselves they posted uh that clip, and it was like, oh, when the teacher tells you pens down, and then I was like, what what's this about? I don't I don't I don't remember uh seeing like which fighter it was for or whatever. I was just like, what? I just I kind of like just thought, what the fuck is happening there? And I just kept st- scrolling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was really weird. Holy shit. So, I don't know, what the fuck? I don't even know what to say about that. I, I, obviously, maybe some stuff's going to come out, like, in the cup, coming days, but... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. kind of like a weird fucking situation. Do you, do you remember that one, uh... Which fight was that? Where uh, someone lost their mouthpiece? And, like, they spent, like, I don't know, like, three minutes looking for it or some shit? Or, like, they what? spent some, like... A good amount of time looking for this dude's mouthpiece because it like went flying out of his mouth and it fell through the crevice of the canvas and the fence because apparently there's a little groove there. (laughs) No, I don't remember that. And it stopped the action like for the longest time. And it was so funny because they just could not like you see people diving under the octagon like they could not find the mouthpiece for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that sounds kind of familiar, actually. Yeah, I think I made like a meme about did, it. Uh, did Joe Rogan like know where it was? And he's like, you can see, you can see it from where we're sitting. Oh, possibly. Did he say something like that? Possibly, I don't remember. I, thought, I think I, yeah, I don't remember the whole. Maybe thing. I vaguely remember something like that. Maybe it's another situation. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Oh well, uh, one uh, the, of of those another uh, weird situations I remember was fucking when uh, when uh, they spilled ice in the octagon. You remember that? The, the whole oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan was roasting them. He's like, look at these idiots. Like, Why are you using your hands? Oh, now they're brushing it to the side. Yeah, brush it on the part where everything will help. All right, where uh, fucking 
who? Ar- Ariane uh, Celeste walks yeah. and she can fall on her head too. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Just a whole, dumps a whole bag of ice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he tried to pick it up and then it all <laughs> and you could see them scrambling. They were so fucking scared. That I was like, oh god, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. this shit? Oh man, shit like that. Uh, oh, I wish I saw that live. That that must have been. I bet. They, I bet they now have like a shovel right next to the the gate, but it's like underneath <laughs> this the, the octagon, right? But it's like ready and available, right? Yeah. Just in case someone spills ice again. Holy shit! I'm sure, man. I'm, shit like that, you know, definitely like. The next day, there's some kind of fucking meeting. <laughs> they bring up pictures, yeah. and suggestions. They gotta learn on the fly like that. Yeah. <laughs> like how, like how Connor was throwing monsters at uh, around the room, and then uh, after that, they all ended up being empty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got, <laughs> you got to learn on the fly, right? Holy fuck! They fucking drain those things after. We can't have that anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking have them empty. They're not drinking them anyways. <laughs> oh, fucking hilarious! Fucking random shit that makes uh professional organizations change. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, let's <laughs> let's move on there, man. <laughs> uh, you were mentioning fucking someone getting steamrolled. We'll get to her soon. No offense to uh, all the scouses out there, but uh, let's talk about. Mr. Matt Frivola. Matt the Steamroller Frivola. Fucking finishing off oh, yeah. Altman as I talk. In fucking the first round, two minutes, 30 seconds in. Uh, yeah, man, Altman was uh, undefeated previous to this. Matt Frivola, not exactly the most winningest fighter, but definitely a very exciting one. And uh, yeah, he handed fucking Ottman his first professional loss, man. Now he's thirteen and one, uh, Ottman. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, man. How how how'd you like the fight, yo? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, maybe for whatever reason, the layoff or something, Ottman didn't really look like he came in at a hundred percent. You know, it wasn't even two minutes into the fight when you know he was missing by a mile with big swings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Matt was answering but, pretty nicely too, as well. Yeah, like I don't know, maybe the weight cut was bad or something or other. But I mean, I remember this guy being like a really big prospect before the the whole duffel bag thing, the whole fucking potato thing, <laughs> which he now says he yeah. was never a part of. He's like, I don't even know it wasn't that big. <laughs> I didn't know they were gonna bring that bag to my room. Like, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, man, what if it has something to do with in the bag, man? Maybe that bag had, like, fucking some kind of focus fucking magic, you know? You know, some kind yeah, of, something. Uh, it's kind of acai. Some that acai, that Brazilian acai. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? But, uh, yeah, that it was uh, unfortunate. Even the, I think the commentators were talking about it, too, right? They are like, he looks off yeah. for some reason. And it was like, yeah, I guess, uh. Not good for him, man. He got fucking steamrolled. What's with that Sarah Longo can, yeah. man? Because that's where Fervola's from. Those fucking, uh, those fucking, uh, Ray Longo boys, man. Like, you got fucking Matt, Sarah, and yep. GSP when they fought the first time. Huge upset, right? Fucking Wideman and yeah. Silva, one and two. Huge upset, right? Like, nobody thought Wideman was gonna be the one to fucking take Silva out. 
No. And you got Al fucking I Clint. He was untouchable. You know, his performance against Khabib. Like, what the fuck, man? Why why this guy? How did this guy go the distance? And everybody else can't. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, that's a weird one. <laughs> Where, where's the MMA math on that yeah, one? Yeah, I know, bro. Like, I'm telling you. Aljo and Yan, right? One and two. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck with Sarah Longo? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking Matt Frivola taking out this 13 and 0 fucking prospect that everybody been talking about because of his potato debacle and his unbeaten record. Yeah. Yeah, man, you gotta give it up to that cat, That's man. Right. They they know how to fucking put a game plan together or some shit. Yeah. Something something's going right over there. Mm-hmm. Fucking word up, word up to fucking uh, uh Mr. Matt Sarah and Ray Longo. All love from Hespect MMA. Uh, keep doing your thing, man, because uh, yeah. You know that those fucking unexpected things are what makes this shit exciting. So, yeah, exactly. Word up to the steamroller. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, let's go into the preliminary card now. Uh, fucking any. You got any uh honorable mentions highlights off that one? Not really. You know, uh, Molly McCann obviously got derailed, and her arm got like the worst mangling I've seen oh, in no years. Kidding, man. <laughs> fucking. She's definitely tough. Like, <laughs> uh, too tough for her own good, maybe. Yeah, that was vicious. And then just above that, you have, uh, or afterwards, you have Dominic Reyes getting another loss. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ryan Span now. Okay. Yeah, what do you think about what Ryan Span was saying in that post-fight interview, man? Like, how he actually hardly trained before his fight. Like, he'd probably start training three or four weeks out. You know, and uh, you look at his resume. He's ready to burst onto the scene if he wants to. You know, he's yeah. uh, number 12 now. Um, just got the win over Reyes. I think probably his first marquee name because uh, when he's fought marquee names, he's, he's lost, you know, Smith and Walker. But then you got, you know, that win yeah. over Kuti Laba, Misha Serkinov, Sam Alvey. You know, so he's he's been trying to, like, yeah. claw in there, you know? And now Reyes is, like, now he's got his hand on, you know, the edge of the cliff he's he's ready to pull himself up and see the next plateau yeah i think uh i think if he's actually only training you know up to a month before a fight you know even if he just bumped that up to two or three months you know he could be getting a lot done especially when i mean getting onto the board and then getting to that number one spot you know that's two different things but i mean seems like he uh he's got options he's only 31 mm-hmm. And let's, let's let's quickly look at the lightweight rankings here, because if he's looking to really make a name for himself, I'd like to see who we could put him up against. So there's Dominic Reyes. He just took out number seven. He's number 12, so he might get a jump. He might get a jump. Ooh, look at that, Jamahal Hill. You remember Jamahal? Yeah. That might be a fight. That might yeah. be a fight right there. But, I mean, there are two... That's a good one. Two young prospects, or well, maybe not young, but they're two prospects coming into their prime. Do you think the UFC is going to entertain that? You know, like now they're going to, they might take out one of their guys in in uh, in sacrifice for raising another one. Think they would do that, or think they're yeah. going to try and maybe maybe a rematch with Anthony Smith? I don't know. What do you think? Could do that. I mean, looks like Reyes is seven. <clears throat> And uh, Span is 12, so he'll probably be like 9 or 10 by the time the summer mm-hmm. dates, right? The fuck, you even got Paul Craig there? Oh, so, yeah, that one. 
Nikita Krylov, does he have anything scheduled? He's in that range. That's a good, uh, good oh, test. That is a good test. Yeah, man. Um, I, right now, I can't say he is. I don't know myself. Sometimes they do show it here on the stat board. Uh, oh, no. Uh, no. Looks like he just fought in October. Yeah. So he probably doesn't have anything Got up. I mean, a month apart, they finished their fight. You know, that's a, that's a good matchup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might line up then. You know, Nikita and... Uh, well, yeah, they only, Superman they only got a good, uh, what, two rank spots by the time this update's mm -hmm. away from them? Ryan Spann has, uh, you know, the hype of the uh, finishing Reyes. Uh, that's a good win-win for either of them. No kidding. Damn, man, light heavyweight. Constantly changing. Look at that. A lot of these names wouldn't be here, like, yeah. maybe five years ago. Just fucking rotated the Not shit out of this shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man, that's good. So, when, when how do you feel about this like fucking rough patch raise is going through? Like, this is his third straight loss now, right? Like, is it is it just the level of competition that he's been throwing at? Because like, I mean, you you look or, at his losses, it's not like he's losing to nobodies, you know, right? And Ryan Span might just be that somebody, you know. Like, no disrespect to Ryan Span, he might be coming into his own right now. But yeah, ever since he fought John Jones, man, lost to Black uh, Black Blahovich. But you know that guy's not a fucking slouch. He's a former champ now, and then he lost to the current champ, Pros Jaka. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now to Span. So it's like, is it? Is he real? Have we seen the best Reyes, or or did Reyes just get caught again by by Ryan Span, who's coming into his own? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, I think uh, I think uh, there may be some mind games going on in Reyes's head, right? Because mm -hmm. you look, uh, you look going into you know his title fights, he or his title fight with Jones, uh, Weidman, Ozdemir, OSP, and Cannoneer. That's that's a tall order, right? To to win four mm -hmm. in a row, especially against those guys. So, like you know, yeah, especially as far as you know, three, four, five years back, right? That's you know, arguably when they were all at their highest point too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's a mental block of some kind because I mean he's he's definitely got the ability. He's thirty two, right? So it's not like he's he's aging out or anything. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think he probably turned it around. But I mean, once you get that three four loss streak after you know almost having your hand on the title, seems to be a common thing. Very unfortunate, man. Very unfortunate for Reyes. You know, and you know. It's hard not to be yeah. not happy for Ryan Span. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Dan Reyes, man, he, he, he's got to stop. He's got to stop. He's got to stop being an athlete, man. He's got to become a fighter. <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> you know how people like to roast him for him claiming like, "Oh, yeah, John's a fighter and I'm an athlete." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What's this whole <laughs> athlete fighter de debate that goes on? <laughs> like, if you're not. Yeah, crappy enough. Apparently, you're just an athlete, you know. <laughs> I guess so. Whatever, whatever line they draw. Mm, fucking MMA community, be weird. <laughs> it's okay. We're part of it, man. Don't get offended. We're all in this together, people. God damn. All right. Well, let's move on to the header of the prelims. There. Fucking uh, Honato Moicano. Defeating uh, Brad Riddell. Oh, I missed this one. Well, goddamn, man. This shit. This shit right here. This shit right here. This shit right here was great, man. Hanato, uh, who knows, man? 
he's been uh he's been saying that he's coming into his own and uh yeah i mean did you did you catch his post-fight interview at all no okay no, you're gonna have to search that up because that shit was the funniest shit ever bro yo he is just fucking dropping the f-bomb all the <laughs> he grabs the the mic from uh joe rogan he didn't like you know joe rogan's keeps his grip strong right but he grabs yeah. joe rogan's hand and fucking just screams <laughs> in the mic joe rogan you're fucking smart man i fucking watch your podcast all the fucking time <laughs> and he kept fucking just going off man saying like i've only lost to the best but tonight i am the fucking best 50k Another Morgana wants some money! Fuck <laughs> you, man. You gotta search it. It is so fucking funny. He oh, had man. the whole crowd going, man. But yeah, he fucking submitted Brad Riddell in the first round, three minutes and 20 seconds in. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe I should search it. Maybe, maybe we can find a clip on fucking uh, IG here. I mean, let me try and find it, yeah. Maybe there's a fucking highlight shit. Hanato. I don't know if Brian's still gonna come, but he said he will be available around this time. So yeah, let's just uh, take take a minute here to find out if we can find this fucking hilarious <laughs> ass interview. Okay, okay. There's a thumbnail of the of the fucking interview, but no clip yet. No, it's probably on fucking YouTube. Not my kind of post fight. <laughs> it's a top suggested one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you gotta listen to this. Shit. Oh, hold on. Is there a better one? Fucking Joe Rogan! You're the fucking smart person on the earth, bro. Train me a day, don't get that dishes. And I'm fucking here to take over. All this motherfucker. I'm here to take over. I lost only to the best, but today. Yeah, man, he was just going off, man. Just <laughs> That's hilarious. Off. Yeah, it's fucking hard not to love you. So, fucking Hanato Molikano, big ups to this guy. Yeah, if you check his resume, he's, he's not fucking lying, man. Look, look at his losses. Uh, Fourth fight into the UFC, title contender Brian Ortega, you know, beats Cater, beats Swanson, and then gets TKO'd by Jose Aldo, chance on Jung, and then he bounces back with a win, gets KO'd by Rafael Fizit, and then uh, his last loss was to Dos Anjos. You know, all fucking title contenders, you know, obviously yeah. not Fiziv, but Fiziv's no slouch. He, he beat yeah. uh, Dos Anjos himself. He could be getting up there to the title contention soon, too. Yeah, man. Fucking, oh, God. Fucking lightweight, yo. And Hanato's yeah. not <laughs> even fucking... He's not even ranked, right? Look, hold on, look at this. This motherfucker's not even ranked, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. They, they need, like, 25. They need 25 ranked lightweights. <laughs> yeah, just for that one division. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know. Um... Has he ever been on your radar before? I can't. I can't say that he was on mine after this one. Carnero, uh, Hanato. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I recognize the name, right? I remember some of his fights. He's. Uh, mm -hmm. He's been in the UFC for a while now, right? So. Hey. It's not like I don't 
recognize him, but no, I've never had him on my radar as like a serious contender at the title level. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's definitely going to get some fucking hype behind him, especially with that post-fight interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, was fucking hilarious, yeah. Fucking Joe Rogan! <laughs> <laughs> Another one's money! <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, man! Yeah, all the best to him, man. Um, do you do you have anyone in the top fifteen that you might like to see him against? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good names right around the bottom there, right? I think. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I think we last time we were on, we talked about Connor and Tony. They're right near the thirteen, fourteen mark. Yeah, man. Dan Hooker just uh, he just won, right? Oh yes, the next there you go. This, uh, this is a good one. He's probably because like uh, Dan fought uh, someone who wasn't ranked, right? So he's probably not going yeah, anywhere. Claudio Fuller. Yeah. Yeah, and then this might just make uh, make uh, the rank list for uh, Morcano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's mean, very that interesting. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, because yeah, Dan Hooker is on the same card that might line up real nice. Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Both a little, yeah. you know, some Nate value. <clears throat> uh, as for Brad Riddell, unfortunately, back to the drawing board. Not all oh, of yeah. New Zealand Cedar kickboxers can win, I guess. Sorry, bro. Yeah. And he's on his three-loss streak now. Who knows what's next? Hopefully he won't get on the chopping block. But, oh, uh, man. Yeah. We'll see. Only time will tell for Brad Riddell. Oh shit, rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, man. Well, let's fucking move on in to the fucking main card of the evening. Yeah, I know where Brian's at, but uh, still no word, but yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, dive on in, enjoy the uh, discussions on on this fucking main card here, because this shit deserves some discussion. Yeah, dirty so, uh, Dan Hooker. <laughs> dirty Dan Hooker. That goddamn hooker. Yeah. That goddamn hooker. And then for all you listeners, like, I've never had Funyuns in my life before uh, last night. And uh, I only know Funyuns exist because of Jesse Pinkman and Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know, Funyuns and Boom Boom. And uh, I have to say, man, I had, I almost had the 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 trifecta. That, that Jesse had in Breaking Bad, you know, fucking Funyuns, Hookers, and Blue Myth. Well, fucking watching Dan Hooker eating some Funyuns, man. <laughs> all, all I was missing was some fucking Blue Myth, man. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, Gotta I, get that 96, 97% pure shit. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. I was fucking eating those onion rings. I was like, nah, man. This doesn't taste that good, man. It's probably way better on Blue Myth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesse been enjoying it, on man. Blue Myth. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, fucking, uh, yeah. Dan the Hangman. Bouncing back, bro. You happy for Dan Hooker? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I still, I actually rewatched the uh, his attempt to go down to 145 last fight. Oh, I mean, that yeah. looked, it looked like a career ender, right? With how uh, yeah. how that fight went. But I mean, back at 155, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Establishing just... why you know uh, why he was at title contention level. Mm-hmm. 
he just fucking uh, rejuvenated himself for sure. But yeah, that fucking Arnold Allen fight, like, yeah. Like, did you see the, the weigh-ins and stuff? And how drained he was and all that? Yeah. Like, I've seen clips and pictures of him beside Izzy, and like, dude, he's not... He's not too far off from, like, Izzy's size. You know, he's not exactly Izzy's size, but that, yeah, I mean, that guy at 145. Yeah, I mean, what is he, 6'1", Dan Hooker? No, 6 feet. Is he 6 feet? Yeah, but, I mean, still, 6 Jeez. feet trying to reach down to uh, 145. 145. Like, Sean O'Malley is, uh, he's, I think, 5, what, 11? Mm-hmm. Him and Max? Yeah. Yeah, and lanky as shit. They're they're yeah. fucking built fucking lanky as shit. Like Dan Hooker, yeah, he he would look lanky. You you think he's a lanky guy, but I don't know. He's got some like big ass fucking like shoulders, and you know his his. I don't know. I guess he's probably just a really like muscularly dancer. I I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's not exactly built like Max and uh and uh. Fucking Sean O'Malley. If, am, I, am I making sense here? Like, I've always felt like Dan Hooker's build to remind me of, like, Samus Aran's fucking suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, he's got, like, those wide shoulders or something, and that's got to account for some kind of weight. Yeah. Know, the muscles and stuff in between all that space there. Whereas, like, Max Holloway and, like, Sean O'Malley, they're more like, more, yeah, they're more like a fucking, like, a breadstick or something. Am I making yeah, sense like, here? <laughs> like Jack Skellington, right? Yeah. Yes. Odd, so that. Yeah. So that's like. The the frame is smaller, right? So that's less meat and shit you have to have for for this to, to account for the space when you got like wide shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's how I always felt about. So. Yeah. Some kind yeah, of huh? doctor shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just observing. Will, yeah. Someone else will know the answer to this. Yeah. yeah. You got, you got all the trolls commenting now. Oh, these fucking health experts. Oh, here come the yeah. fucking body language experts. Are you? <laughs> yeah. That's my, like, favorite comment to see when uh when they do the weigh-ins and stare-downs. I fucking, I love checking the comments to see that, that one top comment always fucking, oh, here come the fucking body language experts. Oh, he looks weak. He, he looks scared and unconcerned. <laughs> yeah. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, his uh, his forty-five uh, dip there against Arnold Allen. Yeah, he looked like shit. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely good to see him get the win back. Yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, he got his win over Mister Claudio Puelas, the Prince of Peru. And you know, man, that that kid, like in the lead up to the the event, uh, I felt like he was like so locked in. Like, uh, did you see the clips of like the stare down and shit? No. No, okay, yeah, so. like for the weigh-in, and then the uh, if, even before that, the the press conference stare down and stuff. Like he he was hardly smiling. He was, like super focused, just like giving Dan the the I'm 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 gonna get you eyes. Yeah. And until the ceremonial weigh-ins, where Dan like quickly grabbed his arm and gave him a big smile, and he finally cracked uh Claudio into smiling back, shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, I uh, yeah, yeah, mind games, bro. But I I was fucking a product of it because you know because of uh Dan's loss and how focused uh, Claudio was, and 
Uh, I was thinking, like, oh, shit, man. Dan's probably going to take another hard one here. Yeah. Mm. Kids in the zone. Fuck yeah. So, I mean, so if there's any question in anyone's mind about whether uh, the hangman has fallen off. Uh, yeah, this bout uh, says he, he's good. He's, he can still... He could still hold back the prospects, I guess, uh, for now. Yeah. Know, so we'll see if he, he can, can still, climb back uh, up. <laughs> he can still manage his uh, spot on the rank board, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, what do you think about the fight, though? Like, because this Claudio kid, uh, I don't know. Uh, did you did you see the fight? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was kind of like the what you expect out of a a Dan Hooker fight, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he kept uh, he kept going for those rolling submissions, right? Yeah, it's and like, like uh, yeah, like before he got uh, ate the body kick, he tried some weird like I don't know, some like kick jump thing where it was almost like a cartwheel kick or something. But I don't know, he was just doing a lot of weird rolling and th- things like that. Yeah, I think he made it way too obvious that he didn't want to stand up with Dan, and I think Dan like once he recognized that, he was like, "Okay, we're gonna stand." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like fuck man like you got his fucking partner izzy that guy's got some hellacious takedown defense and then you got fucking dan over here you you let him know that you you don't want to stand with him his his takedown defense probably activated as well man like he did have those like scary moments when claudio had his leg i don't know if you remember yeah. that but he never even seemed concerned, right? Like, there, wasn't there a moment when Claudio thought he had it and he was, like, fucking stretching out his body and he's like, yeah, I got the knee bar! And then Dan was kind of just, like, sitting there, like... No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty one-sided. I mean, he, he got close that one time, but otherwise it was basically, like you said, right? Dan was like, oh, you don't want to stand, so that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, man. And that must have been exhausting. Like, you try to go down and bait them in, and then ref tells you to stand up. Go down, ref tells you to stand up. Like, you know, crowd's looking at you, your opponent's looking at you, the ref yeah. keeps telling you to stand up. I, th- I think he was, like, just exhausted, and, yeah, that's that's why he fucking took that body shot so hard. Yeah, just, like, in between breaths and just completely drained all the air inside of him. Shut mm-hmm. down. Fuck, man. Yeah. So fucking Dan Hooker here. Is he still uh yeah, he's still fucking ranked, ranked at twelve. Yeah. I don't know. Just so hold on. We were thinking about uh that nice matchup with the guy before Hanato Moicano, so yeah. I mean what if what if Dan Hooker says he wants to fight up though? You know, who who would you give him? And is there someone he should fight up or should he slow his roll i mean uh the next uh the next three people above him right is magalov turner and sarukian they're not uh they don't exactly have a lot of you know momentum or you know hype value to them mm-hmm. i think any one of those is a good idea because like uh dan was you know title contention level but at the same time you know he got to the point where he was at the bottom of the board fighting someone who wasn't ranked so it's not mm-hmm. like he can expect to jump up five to ten spots. So I think any one of those uh, names above him, you know, that's a good matchup. Yeah, you know, I'm actually looking at it now, and I, I think I like the Turner fight. 
the is Jalen Turner, that's that tarantula kid, right? Yeah, there he is, fuck it. This guy's fucking another one of them tall, lanky motherfuckers at lightweight right now. And uh yeah, his fight was his last fight was a win over Bradford Dell in July. So I, I don't know, I like I would like that if Dan says I wanna fight up and you know he's he's a staple name even though he's ranked where he is. I'm sure Jalen would uh entertain it. But yeah, like you said, probably like you know, he just fought someone out of the rankings and I don't know if the company will entertain him going upwards, but uh, you know, Turner's not exactly uh the most hyped up uh fighter on the rank board right now, so I don't know. Just yeah. throwing shit out there, man. Yeah, Dan Hooker needs to I mean he has to understand, right, where he is. Mm-hmm. So I mean take whoever's available to who's uh whoever's available to you. Hopefully their name is ranked. If not, you know, just start stacking up the wins again. Fucking just fucking uh doing that fucking dare you shit mission, you know? Just fucking Yeah. Fucking Liam Neeson that shit. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta I gotta fucking mention those two together, <laughs> man. I wanna I wanna see them beside each other one day. I know they don't really look each other, look like each other, but they got that same energy, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking good luck to Dan Hangman, the hooker. Dan the Hangman hooker. Sorry, you're not a hooker, Dan. (laughs) We'll see what's uh, in the future for him, and we shall fucking move on from there. Uh, Move on very painfully, too, um, to the next fight here. Yeah, man. It's a tough one, man. Frankie Edgar, down at bantamweight. And probably now down for uh, good in his MMA career. Um, I don't know if you caught word. He's Everyone's been saying it's his last fight. He's been saying it's his last fight in MMA. You know, he said he might entertain a boxing match with Pacquiao if Pacquiao wants it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Uh, uh. Tough loss, man. I don't know. How, how are you feeling before the fight started? And how are you feeling after three minutes <laughs> oh man it hurts yeah bro you know yeah i mean he's he's like an all-time great but you know it's hard to uh it's hard to you know the idea that like so many people who maybe just started watching the ufc in the last five six years or so you know they know the frankie edgar is going what two and eight in the last 10 fights yeah so three and eight or something three and seven or something i don't know I don't know what exactly the record is, but it's bad. And I mean, it's not like, uh, yeah, like aside from, you know, Gutierrez, really this last fight, everyone in his last, you know, 10 to 15 fights are champion level, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like you can expect to maintain a, you know, a positive, you know, four to one ratio for wins and losses against that kind of competition, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like almost the opposite of what uh, Dan Hooker just went through, you know? Yeah, I mean, like you look at the look at his last losses: KO knee, KO front kick, KO flying knee, TKO punches, yeah. KO punches. There's one decision loss in there, and that's it. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, Ortega, man, fucking, he's not even known for his punches, you know? Yeah, fucking got KO literally. Like, oh yeah, that was all, oh, man. I remember that too, man. He, yeah, he, he, he had lived off all due respect. 
<laughs> there was liftoff there, man. There was liftoff. I think uh, I think if he had, uh, you know, retired after he decisioned Pedro Munoz, because that was a close fight, right? And they're both, uh, you know, legends for their yeah. uh, their divisions. Mm-hmm. I think if he had retired on uh, the May- the Munoz win, that would have been the perfect send off. I don't think he needed to get knocked out three more times. No kidding, because Munoz himself, man, that guy's obviously gonna fight for a title sometime. You know, within the next two three years, he's gonna keep his nose to the grindstone. Um, yeah, I think I think that would have been it. You know, but uh, maybe maybe part of him was like, yeah, I don't like the split. You know, I want I want I want yeah. to either dominate or get the unanimous. Maybe that's what was in his head. Because, man, he has never fought, he's never changed his style, bro. Even, like, when he was fighting Chris, forward, forward, yeah. forward, man. Frankie just, he's he's the phone booth guy, man. He'll fight you in the phone booth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, just, like, the, the chin, you know. Like, he used to be able to take it, too, you know, his fights with Gray Maynard. Remember Gray Maynard's the first guy yeah. to give him his loss? Fucking rocked his shit left and right. And, and they're three bouts together. And, uh, yeah, man, you, you could tell, like, Frankie, they used to make that reference with his initials, uh, F and E, to iron. Like, yeah. fucking, the guy's got an iron. Oh, yeah. He just takes it and keeps coming. You know, and it's it's not like he got knocked out by, like, a killer like Jose Aldo. But, uh, yeah, once that, once that, uh, first knockout came through with Ortega, it just, yeah, it just seemed kind of downhill from there you know he had his little hiccups with swanson and got that unanimous decision and obviously the split over munoz but uh yeah fucking just yeah been getting been getting finished man and it's it's hard to watch and uh yeah thankfully it's uh it's his last fight it's over <laughs> yeah so. it's over yeah man what a, what a run man like look at this shit yeah Came to the UFC. I think he still got the uh, still got the record for the most uh, accumulated minutes in the in the octagon, right? Oh yeah, yo, dude. Before I got fucking uh, all distracted with my uh, kid because he woke up while we were while we were watching. Before yeah, I was I was about to tweet something like Frankie Edgar when they put up his stats for uh, total octagon time. I was like, holy shit, seven hours fifty five minutes. This guy was almost like a legit nine to five employee, you know. Like he he literally yeah. almost worked an eight hour shift for the company. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, imagine actually fighting for eight hours! Like, oh my Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Fucking hours. Yeah, man. And big word up to Frankie Edgar that in that aspect, man. Just clocking in the uh, the twenty fives very often and uh, making it exciting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's like the old uh, fucking who was it? Uh, Forrest Griffin, right? You look at him in a fight; it's just like his version of the nine to five, right? He just does the job. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Comes in there, gets it done, and uh, yeah, <laughs> win or lose, uh, he's just gonna he's gonna come in tomorrow and clock in again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It doesn't get more blue collar than uh, Frankie Edgar, yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just looking at his his journey here, you know, went pro in two thousand five, 
came to the UFC after beating Jim Miller, another pioneer of the game. That was back in yeah. 07, people. Fucking Damn. Beat Tyson Griffin on his de- debut, or debut. And Tyson Griffin at that time, he had some good uh, good words around him. So that was a marquee win. Oh, there it is again, Sean Shirk. Fucking Sean Shirk. <laughs> <laughs> you got to win over Sean Shirk, man. Okay, let me look at Sean Shirk's fucking <laughs> wiki here. I think we, yeah, I think we were laughing about that last time. Yeah, man, because like, I guess this was uh, around the time I also like. I don't know when the Machida era was. Like that's when I got into it, and I was watching it at the fucking seven six seven house. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's like right around the time they first had a lightweight division, oh, yeah. right? Sean Shirk, Jens Pulver. Yeah, dude, look them up. Was the Uno? Uh, yeah, Kyle Luno, that guy ha- has some uh, recognition. Or, uh, uh, but yeah, I'm looking at his fucking... Yeah. Yo, 36 wins, 4 losses. Sean fucking shirk, man. I can see why the guy like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, he he won the UFC Lightweight Championship. I bet you that if, if an older uh, fan ever listens to this, they're going to be like, Oh my god, how can you not know Sean shirk? Yeah, that went over <laughs> kind of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even TKO'd uh, BJ Penn for the championship. God damn. Oh, no, he got TKO'd. Sorry, didn't see that red there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he lost to Frankie Edgar. I guess he felt like that was like the tail end of his career there. Hmm, there you go, Sean Shirk. Yeah, he's in uh, Frankie's uh, fucking resume there. BJ Penn twice, and then he had that fucking whole shit with Gray Maynard came out on top. That I remember watching that um yeah uh, I, I don't i don't think i watched their first two fights but i watched the third one and like just seeing the stories and the promos and, and in the intro and stuff and seeing him finish uh maynard for the trilogy i was like god damn like i was all on that fucking frankie edgar juice yo <laughs> yeah and then unfortunately he lost to uh, benson henderson who kind of like took the throne for a while too during his run and then, uh, yeah, damn, that's yeah, well, going through the archives here. Yeah, no kidding, man. Fucking look at this. And then his resume after that is just fucking big ass names: Henderson, Aldo, Olvera, Penn, Swanson, Faber, Men Mendez, Aldo again, Stevens, Yair Rodriguez, Ortega. Like, oh my god! After he got that lightweight title, yeah. it was just fucking. Who wants to fight Fred Edgar time, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Big ups to Frank Edgar. Yeah. What a what a career. Enjoy your retirement, sir. Or your next venture, yeah. at least. If he's not already in there, you know, he'll end up in the Hall of Fame for sure. Oh, fuck yeah. No question about it. I'd be surprised if he doesn't get inducted immediately or something. It's got to happen. Yeah, like literally next pay-per-view, they'll probably have a... You know how they have that like two or three minute moment, like they did it for Bisbing and then DC, mm-hmm. right when they're about to kick off the main card or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of surprised them too, right? Because they're at that at the event, and I don't think they tell them about it. So it's like it's nice. It's yeah, nice at this point they'll be like, "Oh yeah, the UFC is comping you tickets to this event for the first time ever, and you just retired." <laughs> don't think anything's there though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if you're smart enough, you can figure it out. 
<laughs> I don't know if I'd be in that crowd, but uh, some some people are in that crowd. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, let's not take away from uh, his opponent here. Chris El Guapo Gutierrez, man, getting the job done. Fucking uh, Yeah, good for that guy. Yeah, good for you, Definitely sir. Definitely step up. Uh, 25th pro uh, fight, 19 wins, 4 losses now. Uh, yeah, 4 fight, 1 streak. Fred Bianker is his first marquee name. I think this guy is about ready to uh, to bust up into the bantamweight division, man. I don't know. What do you think? Should he fight someone ranked? Was Frankie ranked? Let me check here. I don't know. Let me see. 135. It was 12. He was 12, okay. So, yeah, maybe it's time for uh, fucking El Guapo here to uh, start sharing some numbers with these other guys. Um, yeah, I mean, if his name just got on the rank board, I think, uh, you know, any other ranked opponent is a good idea because he's probably going to be right around that 13, 14, 15 number, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I like, his, uh, I like his resume, too. Seems uh, very well-rounded, you know? Likes the knockout. Got some submissions. Got some decisions. But uh, yeah, I don't know who would you uh who would you put him up against? I don't know. Is Adrian Yan is uh matched up against anyone yeah, right I was now? Yeah, looking at that one too. Yeah, I got some mad eyes on this guy right here, man. Fucking Adrian Yan is this guy's got some fucking hands, bro. Got some bringing some name value after just beating uh Edgar. He could probably line up a fight with us. Yeah. They're going to be right next to each other on the rank board by the time this updates, too. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, Yanez, man. Maybe maybe I'll fucking detach this uh, clip and post it. Because Yanez, he's, uh, he's still pretty responsive to his fans because, uh, you know, he's still clawing his way up. He hasn't uh, gotten so famous that uh, he forgets about all... No, sure. <laughs> but no, Yanez got some fans, <laughs> man. I've uh, been having some mad eyes on him. and Yeah, man, I'd like to see that matchup just to build up both guys you know win or lose nice mm. oh who the fuck is this oh no just a fucking uber eats promo sorry people that was my fault <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah fucking gutierrez uh yeah let's let's say he's ready for the rank board fucking make it happen dana welcome make yeah. it happen i'm looking at his resume try to find another Oh, he's got a win over Ryan McDonald, man. Do you remember Ryan McDonald? Unless I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah. McDonald does that. Yeah. He's like Ryan that bantamweight. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's ranked, is he? I don't think so. Ryan McDonald? No, I, no, I think uh, I only mention him now because I think he had some hype behind him, but then he stopped fighting out of nowhere. Oh. Yeah, for whatever reason. Unless I'm thinking, I might be thinking about someone else. Anyways, plug in Frankie Edgar. Enjoy your retirement. And uh, Mr. Chris Gutierrez, good luck on uh, breaking into the rank board. We'll see where he goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's fucking move on from there. Feels good, feels good for uh, Frankie. So let's, let's, uh, let's stop all the damage, man. You've uh, you played page do, sir. Yeah, you definitely have. Alright, so what's up next there? Oh, shit! Getting into the exciting bouts here. Oh, yeah. Getting into the exciting bouts. Fuck yeah. 
Well, you know, uh, whether or not Brian uh, signs in now or later, or maybe he doesn't, uh, if he does later, we can always like backtrack on these. So it's all good. Anyways, let's yeah. dive in, man, because this, this fucking fight right here. This fucking fight right here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is the big one. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, let, what you think, man? You almost went the full three rounds. You know, is uh yeah, I mean hell on wheels the whole way. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of uh no maybe not exact moments, but with how uh how much power you know Chandler was putting behind everything right at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Like the the kicks he was throwing like maybe two, three, sometimes four of them in a row, right? Non stop. Yeah, going all Muay Thai with as it. much power as you can put, you would yeah, the extension he had on uh, some of his shots. I mean, I think uh, the height and reach played a big factor. Because mm -hmm. some of those, you know, just another another inch he was able to reach, you know, they would have hurt Dustin. Yeah, Dustin, man. he's he's. I think he's got some underrated defense, man, because he, he knows how to block shit for sure. You know, um, one clip, like, uh, that was kind of floating around when uh, he fought Connor the what the third time and then connor broke his leg was that their third fight yeah and when, when connor broke his yeah. leg like apparently there's this clip floating around where dustin had blocked a kick from uh connor and it the shin hit uh dustin's elbow or something and then that's what might be maybe caused a, a micro fracture in the leg because you kind of see the the leg kind of distort a little bit when it hits the elbow yeah. yeah, so, yeah, Dustin, like, he's got some fucking underrated defense, I think. And I think uh, maybe Connor's a, well, definitely Connor's a part of uh, of the improvement that Dustin made in that area, you know, because uh, obviously no fighter wants to get finished. And if you can uh, brush up your defense the way Dustin has, then it's going to be very hard to finish you. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how how are you like scoring it as the fight went went on, man? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, the first round was probably you know Chandler just for the you know the aggression. He was usually the one you know pushing the fight. I think uh, that was the one he got the takedown, right? Mm. Yeah. After that, you know, it just kind of you know bit by bit. You know, it wasn't all at once or anything like that. But you know, you could tell Chandler was kind of kind of running out of gas. <laughs> As right, he, he usually does. <laughs> yeah, like he can obviously be comp uh, competitive for three rounds easy, but you know it, it was kind of clear to see when Dustin started pulling uh, pulling out. Mm. I mean, until that last takedown when you know they they switched positions like twice, and then he got the sub. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, Chandler almost ended up on fucking Dustin's back. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fucking crazy. Like by the time that was going down, I was. I was literally like standing up right here, right by my computer. I right? like, I had to get out of my chair because I was like, "Oh man, what the fuck is going on?" What's... Yeah, man, fucking back and forth of shit, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I was feeling like, yeah, maybe Chandler had the first two, and then I feel like he might have been probably gonna go away with the decision there, and then fucking that whole scrambled happened. Dustin he was probably trying to. 
trying to ride it out, right? But Dustin just had more in the tank and ended up, you know, causing those scrambles. Yeah, no kidding. And isn't that the just the goddamn story of most Dustin Poirier victories, eh? Just fucking getting yeah. hurt, getting fucking touched up, getting beaten, bruised. And then out of nowhere, Dustin's like, you know what? I got that dog, get me. I got that dog, get me. <laughs> and he just fucking pulls a fucking win out of nowhere when no one expects him to. Man, I love Dustin, man. He's he, yeah, man. When when it's yeah. when it's war time, he he wins the war most of the time. Like you gotta catch him slipping. That's the only way. Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, he's aside from you know his two title shots, you know he he's beaten everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Aside from Oliveira and Khabib, you know who are both what two and three defense title champions. Yeah. You know, every every name on this list is, you know, high level. There's Chandler, Connor twice, Max, Eddie, Gagey, Pettis, Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it, it uh even though he lost uh, the title twice, he's still making a good claim on, you know, why he should get a third chance now that uh, it's a new person. Yeah, and I would I would entertain any time. Fucking I I I honestly think uh Yeah, he's he's definitely a people's champion, an uncrowned champion. Uh Dustin, yeah. you know, he got the interim belt and in. sure. he felt like it was a real thing and you know, it's it's up to him to feel like that. Yeah, I mean, he's still got a belt at home, and, right? Yeah, and but yeah, you know, like I said, you look at his resume and all the all these fucking wins and then the losses or just him getting caught, you know, him being bested and getting caught. You know, he got caught in that submission yeah. with Oliveira. He got his back taken. Same with fucking Khabib. And then fucking he's fucking winning everywhere. And then, yeah, he got fucking caught by Michael Johnson here, the greatest worst fighter to ever grace the fucking octagon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Johnson, that guy's an anomaly, man. I love Yeah, like, yeah, he, he should absolutely be doing, you know, I mean, at least three more wins uh, that he, he should have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, n- not any specific wins, but, like, the amount of talent and skill he has and just somehow can't manage to put it together. He's like Neil Magny, right? Yeah. But he's, like, one step back, so he's still getting, like, con- more consistent losses. Yeah, he's always, yeah, he's always just, like, he scratches the surface, you know? Like, oh, I might get that title shot. Yeah, fucking someone just clouds it up back again. No, 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 not your time. Sorry. <laughs> it's like uh, Kevin Lee, right? Same thing where he's got all the the talent, the athleticism, mm-hmm. the intelligence, and physicality, and everything in the world he needs. Right? He's got all the pieces, but you know he just can't seem to figure out how to use it all. Can't make it count when you need to make it count. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, that that uh. That Johnson KO, that uh, Dustin, like, that was another one, man. He just got caught. He just got caught. He and and any other day where, where he wouldn't get caught, you know, and he can have a scrap, a legit scrap with Johnson. Fuck, he's gonna be, he's gonna win that fight nine out of ten times, you know. Yeah. Maybe one of the ten times he gets caught. And then before that, you know, Connor, Connor caught him. And and then before that, you can you can kind of forgive it because. Oh, he got he got he got caught by chance on Jung, and then before that, you can kind of forgive the fucking decision loss yeah. there because he it was he was still a diamond in the rough, you know, pun intended. Yeah, he's he's you know consistency is one of his strongest aspects, mm-hmm. right? It's always just like singular uh, moments where you know your timing is off or your distancing off because no one's you know perfect one hundred percent of the time. Right. 
So, right, it's just those random chance moments, right? Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. Maybe not random chance, but you know how how anything can happen. Yeah. He, he's definitely like that fighter where it's like, God damn it, is it so good when he wins? And God damn it, does it suck so much when he loses, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I hope he uh, makes his way back to the title. I think, still think he got it in him, man. Just just based off all his performances. Yeah, like you said, he's fucking... Yeah. He's, a, he's a fucking... He's almost like... Yeah, I mean, he beat Max. He's almost like Max. Like a, a, a more powerful version, you know? He's got more pop in his punches, but... Yeah. The mission is the same. It's it's a fucking monsoon, you know? It's just gonna keep coming, yeah. and coming, and coming, and you're either gonna drown, or you're, you're gonna catch him and, and make the storm stop, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, they're both well-rounded, good at staying on their feet, you know, mostly focused around boxing and cardio, right? It's just one, Max is more of a volume guy, and Poirier's a power guy. Yeah, you know? Fucking, uh, he'll he'll do the little, you know, fucking M MP3 or whatnot. Fucking little submachine gun. And then out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like you when you play COD. You got you be blasting people with your automatic. Then out of nowhere, fucking RPG just comes flying by. Like, what the yeah. fuck, man? What the fuck? Yeah, man, I kill you all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So in essence, uh, you, you've been CODing like Dustin Poirier fights, you know? <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, man, fucking... Yeah, that was a good war, man. I, I, I'd, I'd watch it ten thousand times. They can fight again tomorrow. I will fucking watch that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a, uh, there's a considerable amount of time till the next lightweight title, because of uh, you know Volkanovski stepping in. Right. Yeah, so they got that schedule next, too. right? Mm -hmm. Shit, man. Because like Poirier, I think, uh, I think last time we talked about this. We said Oliveira and Dariush, right? And then the winner of that would most likely get the next title shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think... Uh, I don't know what uh, Dustin's going to want to do. Is he going to want to just kind of sit around and wait? Well, you know, I think Maybe. I got an opponent. He probably could. I think I got an opponent for him. And I think I got an opponent that he would like. What do you think about fucking Fazeev, man? This guy has been climbing his way up. He's got the skills. He's pretty funny in social media, too, you know? His whole fucking... When he challenged uh, uh, RDA, he made that fucking clip of him uh, sitting on the side of the beach or whatnot, and he's like, Rafael, Rafael, you know, like, well, let's 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 face each other. Who is the best Rafael in the lightweight division? You know, it was like this <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, lighthearted call-out. It was pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, the man can fucking fight. He's uh, He's a coach at Tiger Muay Thai. So, you know, he's fucking coaching Peter, Jan, and all those fucking guys down there. I think even uh, Zhang came down there and spent some time with him as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, like, this, this dude's serious. Like, he's an actively competing coach. Like, let's think about Damn, this yeah. right here. You know, this guy teaches, and he's reaching as well. So, I don't know. Is Do you, th you think Dustin would entertain that? Yeah, I think uh, it all depends on... You know, where Dustin's head is at with, uh, you know, does he just want to keep fighting every now and then because he likes to fight? Or, you know, how a, a while ago he said, you know, it's, it's, it's a job now. You know, I don't do this because, uh, because I love to fight as much as I used to. It's because this is what, this is what I do for a living kind of thing. Mm, so I don't know if he's at. just fighting <laughs> for the paycheck or, or if he's actually serious about getting back to the title. Because 
I mean, with his resume between now and the next time the belt fights, you know, I think another win kind of puts him ahead of everyone. So, you know, if he's looking towards the title, Fazeev is a really good option. Yeah, I would. I would think too, like if he's trying to keep his name up there in 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 the slots of people waiting to get a title shot, uh, he's got to definitely take someone down who's, you know, heating up. You know, he he can't sit around and cool down too much. Um, and yeah, you're right. You know, who who knows if he's actually uh, ready to look into a in a, into a match with like you know uh, a lower ranked guy. But I, I think he really should because if he sits around too long, you know, fucking the, the shit moves on, man. Look, look at Jones. Keeps falling down in his rankings. And uh, what, it's been like two, three, four thousand years now? Like, when's that guy coming yeah, back? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think he is, man. It's all game. He's just like trying to keep his name uh, valuable so he can, you know, soak up some sponsorship dollars on the side. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking guy. Oh hey, I think uh, I think we got our homie Brian in. Is that you, Brian? Yeah. What's up, guys? What's up, hey. Brian? Oh man. Welcome in, man. Yeah, we were just fucking talking about uh, Dustin Poirier's fight with Chandler, man. Share oh, share some nice. of your thoughts on that, man. Uh, well, you know, we talked about it earlier about uh, Chandler not really having gas. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. so kind of. As the fight went on early on, watching it, I was just kind of thinking he's got to beat him in the first round when he has him hurt. Because if it keeps going any longer, I don't think he's going to have the gas to be able to win it. He made a mistake and then just got choked out. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and dude, was he fucking gas? Like, the, those grappling exchanges at the end, you know a fresh Chandler would be all over that shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, he he kind of like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of shit there that like in the transitions it just seemed like he was taking it like he wanted like like he wanted it yeah he was catching him like getting sloppy because he was gassed you know you finding little holes and then just exploiting him mm -hmm. yeah we were just uh we were just mentioning that that's basically how it played out right he he was throwing everything you know those leg kicks and the the extending shots in the first round there's no way he can maintain that yeah yeah all that being said though um like, do you know about the rankings, Brian? Like, where does Dustin go from here? Because he's obviously, uh, you know, he's a top guy. But uh, you got Alex and uh, uh, Islam who are officially slated to fight each other in Australia, I think, in February. Yeah. I got Charles Oliveira. He's going to be off for a little while. Justin Gage, he doesn't really deserve a title uh, contender fight, no offense. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh who do you who do you think Justin Dustin should go for? I don't know actually who his next opponent's gonna be. That's uh, honestly that's a very good question. Honestly, I think maybe he would have to fight Charles again. Charles again, but Charles, Charles was the champ too, right? But he's he's not gonna uh, like he's gonna be sitting out this next set of fights, right? So mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's weird. Well, have you have you heard of? Rafael Faziv? I have not. Okay, well, that guy, that's a guy that we were entertaining. Um, but also, I'm sure you also uh, seen Benil Dariush fight. You know, I'm looking at the rankings here right now, and, and yeah. that guy just, uh, he, I think he uh, shut down, who was that, Gamrot? That prospect? 
So I don't know what do you what do you how do you think those two would match up? Uh, honestly, I'm not really too familiar with the other opponent. Oh, Darius. Okay. Well, I always yeah. make a joke that uh, this dude's kind of like he gives me Liam Neeson vibes. You know, like I uh, I have a set of skills, and uh, <laughs> if I want to find you, I will. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's his style? Uh, like, what what kind of style fighter is he? Honestly, now that I'm looking at both their names, dude, these both both these guys are gritty. You know, Dustin. He almost kind of fights like Dustin. You know, he's just real gritty with it. Oh, okay. He's he's like he'll 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 engage you anywhere on the ground, fucking on the feet, and he's got some pop in his shots. So it's like it's almost like Dustin might just fight a ver- another version of himself. <laughs> that would be an interesting battle. Yeah. What do you think, Throbby? What do you think about Darius? I totally didn't see his name there until now. You there, Throbby? Oh, maybe he stepped off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I... What's up? <laughs> no, I think uh, my mic uh, got muted for a second. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think, uh, you know, anyone... Of the three, Oliveira, Poria, you're Darius. You know, if anyone wants to fight anyone else, and then whoever wins, they're pretty, they're pretty in the front running for the title shot. I think. Mm-hmm. Do, is there? Anyone... Do you think any of them have a? T- Sorry, go no, ahead. No, go, go ahead. No, you first. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, do you think any of them have a chance against Islam? Mm-hmm. I think uh, <laughs> probably Darius has the best chance. Yeah. Just nice. because we've already seen. Uh, you know, Islam beat Oliveira, and you know, Islam and Khabib being as similar as they are, Khabib yeah. beat Poirier. Yeah, I mean, uh, Darius's last fight against, I think he beat another prospect. Wait, that was uh, Gamrot that he beat. I believe was it was it? Gamrot. It might have been someone else though. Might have been. Okay, yeah, yeah, it looked like it was. He was a really wrestle-heavy fight. He was. He had really good takedown defense. Good, uh, good getting back to the feet. Oh. Oh, yeah, his recovery. You know, he kept uh, capitalizing on the stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, if he can get a win over Oliveira or Poirier, Darius, you know, he probably has the best chance of beating Islam. God. I don't know if he will, but... God damn, though, man. You want you want him to fight another guy, man? This guy's like, I don't know, what, like an eight-fight win streak? No, he's, he's getting Tony right now, man. Getting tony this Darius motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the lightweight title is not fighting for six months because it's you know the 145 king is getting a chance. So mm-hmm. by the time they fight again, that's like a up to a year, maybe nine months to a year before any of these guys get a chance at the title. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to really sit and sit on the shelf for that long? Mm-hmm. I was just talking about that before Brian came in. It's true, man. You can't you can't cool down too much, man. You gotta you gotta keep that heat. Yeah, keep the the your name fresh in people's memories. Yeah, for sure. Like, like uh, Bones. Like, is he gonna come back? I don't think he is. He's been out too long. Yeah, man. Like, what's going on with him there, man? The transition to heavyweight. Trying think... to do it right. Yeah, everyone was rumoring that he was gonna fight Stipe uh, in the in the year end card in December, but then um, they they already. Uh, scheduled some headliners on that card, so it's like obviously Jones is not going to be on there if he's not headlining it. So that that's out the window, and now we don't know again. We don't know again when it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had people, you know, take short notice fights on a week's notice, a division away, up or down. 
I don't think it takes three years to, you know, move up properly. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Seriously. That's a good point, man. But yeah, man. Um, These guys. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I think, uh... no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Like, I, I was going to say we, sh- we should backtrack a little bit because, like, uh, are you, you familiar with Frankie Edgar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, so uh, I don't know if you heard, like, his his last fight uh, just last night. That's that's going to be his, that was his retirement fight. Like, he's going to. Yeah, they were saying it on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, favorite memories of uh, Frankie Edgar through the years? Uh, Let me think here. Yeah, we were just looking through his uh, resume, and is like after he yeah, got the me... title uh, from uh, Gray Maynard or whatever. Like after that, his fucking resume is just fucking stacked with like you know Jose Aldo, Benson Henderson, B.J. Penn, Favor, yeah. Oliveira, yeah, Mendez. <laughs> like this guy's a fucking pioneer and a half. Been... I think uh, I I can't remember which uh, fight it was with Benson. Probably one of the best. Uh... Overall best fights in lightweight history? Probably the second yeah, one. Because that one was a split, and then everybody was, everyone wanted Frankie to win. I remember that. But then Benson got yeah. the fucking. Yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, yeah Brian, you got yeah, any like, favorite fights from uh, Frankie Edgar's career? I like when he fought uh, Mendez. Mendez was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Knocked his ass out. <laughs> is, that, is that when he like caught him on the nose? Yeah, yeah, just dead boom. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Like he knocked him out by clipping his big ass nose. Like you know, fence Mendes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like turned his head real hard too. I remember like just thinking like, wow, like the the accuracy of that and the placement of that punch to the nose, like that was fucking crazy. And that actually set him for his uh thing, his uh title fight, like a second uh title fight with Jose Aldo. Aldo, yep, and set him up to fight Aldo. Yeah, so that was definitely a marquee fight. Like he was on a five-win streak at that point. So, okay, yeah, that was a, that was a great yeah. win for Frankie at the time. Kind of almost at the yeah, that was maybe the the height of his career because after that he started uh started collecting the the L's, man. You know, all due respect. Yeah. You know, catching that... up the number of concussions he has with the number of belts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, but anyway, big respect to Frankie there. Um, let's move on, I guess. Uh, we've, we've talked about Dustin and uh, Chandler. You know, uh, what's next for them? I, I don't know what's going to be next for Chandler. I know he's going to get a good fight no matter what. That guy's fucking exciting as shit. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's very entertaining his fights are always always entertaining whether he wins or loses <laughs> without fast him and connor start i mean i know we wanted uh connor to fight tony because you know they're in the same boat but i mean i don't think uh i don't think anyone's making it out of the first round with how him and connor fight if they were to throw down. <laughs> Fuck it. yeah yeah man that shit would be hilarious man i'm fucking connor man that's another one of those guys man when are you gonna come back bro? yeah Bring the leprechaun back, you know? He's at least six months. I don't think he's in the testing pool anymore. 
Oh yeah, right. Uh, People been like accusing of him, uh, accusing him of being on the gear because he's all like yoked up and shit, yelling at the mirror in his own house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen those clips, man? Fucking just walking up to a mirror, no. flexing, and he's like, ah! It's just like Jesus Christ, man. Cocaine ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the kind he's uh, he's doing, man. He's got that high price stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fucking. That's snow angel dust. All right. Then again, he lives in Ireland, so who knows what the what it's like <laughs> over there? Man, he probably gets good shit no matter where he is. <laughs> yeah, let's move hmm. on there. Uh, let's uh, talk about the co-main event of the evening. Okay, Carla Sparza, Cookie Monster, facing uh, Zhang Weili. I didn't even know she had a nickname. Did you guys know her? She had a nickname. It's, it's Magnum. I, I had no idea of that. Oh yeah, I knew that. They they don't really say it a lot. I don't think. Yeah. Did, did Bruce say it that. last night? Uh, I can't either, remember. <laughs> but yeah, man, what you guys think of the fight? Maybe yeah? maybe, they, maybe they do say it, and we just don't pay attention. <laughs> maybe because it's it's in between all that fucking Asian Zhang Weili shit. <laughs> yeah, what you guys think of the fight though? It went uh, it went exactly the way I thought it was gonna go. Same. Yeah, you guys. Everybody, I guess everybody was thinking it, right? Like the, the way he's gonna fuck smash yeah. this. Yeah. Girl, man. Her counter wrestling. I, mean, I hate to uh, hate to just kind of blow back or blow over the you know the female title fight without saying anything, but I don't think anyone was surprised. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, man. And it's it's I don't know. It's kind of incredible to be like. Because Carla, I don't know if it Carla and her camp was just lying to themselves, or maybe they really did believe these things they are saying. Like they're saying, like Zhang's not fast, she can't grapple. Like, wait, what? Have Have you yeah. not been watching her? Yeah. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, where have you been for the last three years, right? Yeah, man. And like, yeah, now she fucking steamrolled the shit out of Carla Sparza. After her fucking second fight with Rose, which was like, god damn, definitely one of the worst fights of all time out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it really was. Yeah, man, fucking full of faints and yelling I'm the best, even though nothing was happening. Damn, man. I hope Rose is doing all right. Uh, what a fucking, like, this this belt is, uh, this one's hard to keep, isn't it, eh? Fucking Joanna had it for a while. Yeah. But then once the way Lee came in and Rose came in, and then fucking Carla came in with her fucking crazy uh, surprise win there, like this shit's just getting passed around, man. Like, who would you guys? Do you guys think there's gonna be someone who ends up on top of all this and and says, okay, this shit's mine? Who who do you think it would be? I don't know. I think. Uh... Zhang or Rose are in the best spot to actually defend it. <laughs> I think yeah, they're the most highly skilled for sure. Well, what about you, Brian? It, when it comes down to Rose and Zhang, obviously Rose already has two wins over Zhang, so it's like after the her last performance against Whaley, I mean against uh, Esparza, is there something yeah. that might have changed? Like, will she lose a third battle? What do you think, man? I think. The third belt, she probably could find some of the same success she found in the first two, right? But 
I don't know. I think uh, Wei Li, she had kind of a tough time during COVID. Like, I remember hearing her talk about that, like, for that second fight, like, not really being able to, like, move around, see her family, all that kind of shit while training. Okay. So I think that might maybe kind of could have affected her a bit. She seemed real focused in this fight. Like, she was just teeing off on her. She seemed like she was going to dominate her. I'm sure, obviously, the opponent isn't really up to her standard, so it's going to look better than, you know what I mean? It is, but she looked sharp to me, though, yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Dude, man, her fucking uh, promo vids in the lead-up to the fight, man, I was fucking amped up shit, man. Fucking, and I don't know what it is about <laughs> these fucking foreigners and the subtitles, and you, you read the translation, right, and you're like, you have to be fearless. You know, I'm not thinking about wins or losses. I'm just going in there to be the best version of myself. Like, oh, fuck, yeah. Get fucking behind that. Let's go, Zed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you just hear like speaking in her intense like fucking challenge. It's like, oh fuck yeah, man, she's intense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, uh, I agree. I agree. I think uh, if Zang could stay as focused as she is right now, um, I, you know, I was actually not aware too much of uh, what you were saying there. Her being uh, sick and dealing with the whole COVID thing. So that's uh, that's actually news to me for for uh, her rematch with uh, Rose, the second fight. So, definitely yeah. something to think of. And the the first fight, obviously, like, she got caught as well, right? Yep. A kick. Boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, apparently, like, uh, her trainer, what's his name? Travis? Travis, whatever. Well, might be thinking of someone else. But, yeah, her trainer apparently noticed, like, this uh, pattern of how she pulled her leg back when she thought a leg kick was coming. So that's the, like in their first match. That's what they took advantage of right away. Like they faked the low kick and just came high. And then when she dragged her legs back, her fucking heads just right fucking there. So fucking got kicked in the head. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one was brutal. Yo, well, how'd you guys feel about that? You want a spinning back fist KO though, man? Was that hard for you to watch, or did you like that shit? Oh man, it's always hard when uh, you got like a long dam uh, dominant champion. Yeah. Getting uh, getting finished like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yolanda was that girl, man. She was that girl. She was that girl before. The changing the of the guard. Mm -hmm. And she's the one that fucking took the belt from Carla too. <laughs> right. Carla yeah. got crowned after the Ultimate Fighter or whatnot, and then Yolanda came out of nowhere, fucking just started stomping all these girls, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. One of the most scariest Polish women I've ever seen. And she won <laughs> 150 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, fucking let's move on from there. Uh, big ups to uh, Zhang there. Wait, wait, what do you guys, do you guys think she's going to be rematching Rose? Like, where do you think she goes from here? I don't know. On the, the Asparza side of things, I think uh, it's the perfect time to hang him up. But yep. for Zhang... You know, I think with how much the title's been bouncing around, no one's really been dominant since Joanna. You know, just take whoever they give you next, right? You're, I mean, who was that a uh, couple weeks ago? Amanda Lemos? She was, like, throwing bombs, right? I mean, with how she was whipping those hands uh, in that last fight, I mean, there's no reason to think they won't give her the fight. All right, the week before, she headlined as well. Oh, the, U the UFC is really good at time of this kind of shit, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah I mean, definitely I think, an option uh, there. 
I don't know what Rose is doing, but yeah, she just rock uh moved up to the number three spot. She's got some hype with uh, you know the think I think the finish was around a minute, so maybe they'll get that going. That's true. Yeah, that's that's definitely an option. I think uh, I think they managed to change that because like yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know what's going on with Rose. I think she's also taking like a mental health break or something right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's fucking move into the fucking main event of the fucking evening. Oh, just fucking dropping the f bomb too much here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, Izzy, the last style bender, tried to defend his throne against Alex Poetan Pereira, and uh, man, it, it was looking good. It's looking good for a while, man. But uh, goddamn Alex, goddamn Alex, finding that uh, finding what he needs to do, man. Yeah, man. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on, like, how it was going? Like, what were your thoughts before the fight started, while it was going, and then when the finish happened? Well, I remember last week we talked about uh, how we thought Izzy was going to come in and, you know, do his thing with a little bit of wrestling mixed in, right? Mm-hmm. Throw some confusion in there. Mm-hmm. But he seemed just content to, you know, it's almost like he was expecting to outpoint him for 25 minutes. And then, you know, beyond that, the the size and power difference was kind of the big decider. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, man, Pereira's a fucking... He's a pretty big fucking monster. Like, uh, it wasn't until I saw him beside uh, Izzy that I realized. Because Izzy's a pretty, uh, like, lanky guy himself. But then you got uh, Pereira, who's like, I don't know, lanky and then fucking huge for some reason. Yeah, like, I think they're the same height, but, you know, the... You can just like see the 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 build is different, right? The reach is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like apparently after weigh-ins, Pereira like uh, he came in at one eighty four, and then within twenty four hours, uh, apparently he gained like twenty one pounds or something. So yeah, I was gonna say he looks like he's like two hundred, two hundred five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So you would be right in that aspect. Yeah, because man, he's a fucking big ass middleweight, and not like. Big and short, like a fucking Paulo Costa, you know, like built like a fucking battle toad or something. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I think uh, between uh, that twenty-four hour period, they they're not allowed to regain so much mass, and I think that two two oh five is like the the high end limit for how much he's allowed to rehydrate. Because okay. I remember seeing an article about uh, who was it who got cut and went to PFL, the female fighter at one thirty-five. She was like a prospect. Ooh. I don't know. Macy Barber. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. Who else was it? No, no, it was definitely Macy Barber. I can't remember if it was her or... Okay, well, yeah, she uh, fights at 135, yeah. right? And one time she rehydrated 18%, and that's 160. Shit. So, like, that's that's why one of the reasons why her fights got pulled. And, like, it looks like Pereira's, you know, almost planning his weight cuts to come in at the maximum amount. Okay. Is is there a max? I didn't that's, fucking know that's this. Huge. There's a fucking max. I didn't know. Yeah, because I remember they were. I remember they were talking. Uh, you know the the three guys who uh, Anik and Felder or whoever it was. Yeah. They were talking about the twelve percent limit, and then yeah, the reason why one of her fights got canceled was she rehydrated eighteen percent, which is like an extra twenty five pounds. Oh fuck! So like, even though she made weight technically, or no, she didn't make weight, but because of how much uh, she re- rehydrated after, they had to cut it. Okay, I get it. Well, then, isn't that just because it's attributed to the weight miss? 
or is it like uh, if, no, I if think, she made uh, weight and the... she still rehydrated too much, they would still say no. No, to she that. she missed weight. She yeah. did miss weight, but the the fight was accepted by both camps because you know you just take the purse, right? Yeah. But then once they rehydrated, however long later, that's when they decided, okay, you're coming in way too big. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really the first time I'd ever heard of it. It wasn't even that long ago. Maybe like three, four, five months. Yeah, that's that fine print shit, I guess. You know, you gotta make sure you read yeah. that shit. <laughs> Holy fuck! You know, if you don't read that shit, you get your car repossessed, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah. <Your brother> <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, man! Yeah, I didn't know that, man. That's very interesting to know. Um. But fuck yeah, uh, Pereira, like, yeah, definitely a light heavyweight fight in middleweights. And Izzy, you know, he, he probably doesn't, uh, he probably walks close to 200, maybe, maybe, maybe. less. I, maybe. I think, uh, what, what did he weigh in again against uh, Jan Bohovic? You guys remember? Wasn't he 200 right on? Uh, I think he was even under that. 195 yeah, or something, man. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it might have been right around two hundred, because he walked into the the weigh-in with a box of pizza. Right? <laughs> yeah, I remember. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a guy, man. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but yeah, I think it was under two hundred, definitely in the one ninety range. Um, but yeah, like you know, fighting a guy like Pereira. Yeah, who, who knows? Do you guys think he would have benefited from putting on some muscle, maybe? Or or is like Pereira just like just too much of like the Stonehenge, freaking made out of mahogany, as Joe Rogan says. <laughs> is uh, it too much for him? Maybe. May maybe would have helped him with the uh, trying to wrestle him to the ground because he was able to fight him off, right? With his size, his strength, and stuff like that. Because Izzy tried yeah. to take him down a bunch of times. He got him down, but he was able to resist that. But like. Man, this guy's got heavy hands. Because <laughs> those punches, yeah, like he he didn't land as many, but his were every time he la connected, you could see they started to sting after a while, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. it was it was crazy to me. I kind of think that Izzy got caught up with like the past and losing to him twice. He was talking so much about, oh, I'm gonna knock him out. I'm gonna knock him out. I think he kind of got off his plan at the end in the last round stood there and traded with him but he had no out he got walked down into the cage right so he couldn't move if he was doing it in the middle of the ring he probably could have got away with it right yeah. and won the fight yeah but i don't know he kind of it seems like he kind of got caught up in the game you know got hit in the face once and was kind of like yo i can take that and then but he couldn't take the uh, the other few that came in after right yeah fucking i remember that finish it seemed like he was trying to prove Prove something a little bit. Yeah, and then, you and know? then there was that questionable stuff. Yeah, and it, it's not really... That's not really... Yeah, it's not game. really like he was fighting a bad fight either, right? Like, yeah. Izzy was catching yeah, a he point, had him rocked at the end right? of the but round. He was trying to grapple and everything, but... Yeah, like, it, it was the same Izzy. It's just, you know, the power difference was yeah. clearly the... the thing that won him the fight, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Goddamn stone hands, man. Yeah, listen, his whole uh, run up to the title, I all I could talk about whenever I talk to like uh, uh, Throbia here about it or or anyone, whenever I talk about Alex, I'm like, God, there's there's something about his his left hand, man. It's like 
you know, uh, Joe Rogan and Faraz Ahabi talked about it. It's it's literally the touch of death, man. And like, not a lot of guys can mm. take that touch of death, man. I also even surprised Izzy was took like yeah. up to three, four shots once that f- first solid one came in in the fifth round. Like I was like, oh shit, he's taking it. Yeah, yeah after. After how much uh, they talked about the power in his left hand in the, you know, the Strickland fight, and then he ends up finishing him with that exact one, you know, by the time this fight came around, you know, I, depending on the angle, my my eyes were just like fixed on Pereira's or his left hand, right? Just waiting, because like, if he's going to finish it, yeah. that's going to be the one. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, that shit is fucking magical. I don't know. But yeah, um, watching the fight, man. Yeah, that, that first round, when Izzy rocked him at the end, you know, some people are kind of mad that Izzy was hitting him after the bell, but I mean, fucking, you're in a fight for your life, man. You know, shit happens. And then uh, in the second round, fucking, when, when Alex took uh, Izzy down, I was like, ooh, ooh. Because <laughs> it was like, holy fuck, these guys are actually, like, they're doing MMA. I, I was joking around about it. I was like, this is UFC's first kickboxing event. That's I thought that's all we were going to see. <laughs> and then fucking, yeah, third round, they they almost kind of, like, they're like, all right, then we're gonna fucking fight MMA. So they fucking start grappling with each other, right? Izzy's got top control. He's ground and pounding his ass. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it so unusual and like exciting for me watching this fucking fight, man. Like, uh, yeah, they were both in unfamiliar waters, and it was it was still so competitive, you know? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if, because uh, like after the way this played out, the UFC is gonna want the 185 belt to fight again you know within six months mm-hmm. so like probably so, uh, shorter than that so i wonder if izzy would you know immediately take the rematch or if he wants to get a couple months of bulking in so we can actually you know match his power and be able to get him down but or keep him down yeah okay so i mean i don't know if izzy wants to take an immediate rematch yeah he let, deserves let... it you know with his with his title defense record i mean there's no reason why it shouldn't be his Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, if if, if he wants the immediate rematch, uh, he definitely deserves it. He, he, he has a say in that, for sure. Um, yeah, let's let's play coach for a second. Uh, let's, if you're Izzy's coach right now, you're in his corner, you're his buddy. Uh, well, what's what's the smartest play? Um, yeah, uh, let's go with Throbby first, and then I'll, I'll, uh, we'll go to you, Brian, and, uh, and then I'll say my piece. Uh, I don't know. It's a hard call, right? Because, you know, with how successful he's been doing his thing, you know, this is the one roadblock he hit, aside from, you know, trying to fight someone as big as uh, Jan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's it's easy to say, you know, just uh, just bulk up, right? Pack on some, some muscle mass and implement your wrestling. But, you know, it's the same criticism that DC had about John, right? When you go up and you add 30, 40 pounds... You know, you're not able to. You're not able to move the same, right? You don't have the same speed. So you know, like you, you change the formula that's been working so long. How do you, how do you know it's going to be for the better? And why change it so drastically for just one fighter? Mm-hmm. So it's a difficult spot, right? Yeah. So, so what would you have him do then? Just take the uh, uh, rematch. Try to not stray away from the game plan. I think whoever has the belt when Izzy wants to come back. You know, I say, you know, let the belt fight once, right? Fight once, right? It doesn't matter who has it. He's going to get his title shot on the, when he comes back. Okay. I think let, let Pereira, you know, test himself while you, you know, just take some time off, clear your head, blah, blah, blah. Maybe, 
come up with a new game plan. Bulking see a little bit at least seems like a good idea. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, I like it. I like. It. Yeah, I think the best bet is let the belt fight one more time while you uh, take some time off. Mm. Now, what about you, Brian? If I was in his corner, I would probably tell him that he was fine, honestly, in that fight. He kind of just got caught being careless a little bit. If he wants to stay at the same weight, I think he can stay at the same weight and still win the fight. He's just, again, got to be more conscious about staying away from that left hand <laughs> and staying <laughs> yeah. off the cage a bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Staying off the cage a bit. And honestly... I don't know if I would spend necessarily as much time trying to take him down unless I put on the weight. If I didn't, I would just try to beat him standing up. I think he I think he could probably just outpoint him and beat him, but it's going to be a little bit harder now that he's not the champ. He won't get the benefit of the doubt, so he's going to have to really work him yeah. to make it like, you know, no doubt, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point cuz like if if he had done that while he's sitting on the throne, Definitely, right? Because, like, the consensus is yeah. you got to really take it to the champ to beat him, especially if it's going to go to decision. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. If I, if I was his coach, uh, pretty much the same thing that you are saying, Brian. Like, let, let's try and stay off the cage there. Because, you know, he was doing good at, uh, you know, zigging and zagging in, in the beginning. But once they both started grappling... Yeah, that's when, like, because, you know, they're both kickboxers, right? And when when you do something that you're not familiar with, for whatever reason, it's much more exhausting than doing something that you're very familiar with, right? So, yeah, yeah, like, is he seemed like he just got caught slipping along the cage there. Um, if he could just implement his game and, uh, you know, keep it within the circle, use his angles and stuff, yeah, I... I I, I thought he was going to win this time, and uh, I, I definitely think he can win again. But, yeah, that fucking left hand, man. <laughs> hand, man. That fucking yeah. left hand, man. Like, Jesus Christ. It just, when it lands, man, it's it's a life-changing thing, you know? That left hand changed your life. He literally changed Style Bender's, like, career path yeah. <laughs> with his left hand, man. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what uh, game plan they pick, I think... Uh... You know, how Izzy's mind is doing right now is uh, a big thing, right? Because he's saying, you know, oh, it doesn't bother me. It's a different past. It's a different sport. But obviously, you know, it it gets at him, right? Mm -hmm. So you you lose. It's to the left hand again. So, you know, what's that got to do in your head? Who knows if he wants to fight again right away? Yeah, yeah that's true, too. Yeah, I think it's super interesting that uh, you, uh, if you were his coach, you'd tell him the rest. I, I think that's really good, too. You know, you, t you take a couple... Of knocks to the noggin you know he should take some time off uh for sure but uh if he, yeah if he wants to jump back in there right away he definitely fucking deserves it and uh yeah everyone would fucking there's gonna be an even bigger pay-per-view for that shit for sure okay so let's say izzy decides to take a break who are you gonna throw at uh Pereira? whitaker yeah whitaker Yep. Okay, yeah. there you go. I fucking like that, man. Bobby Knuckles is an ant. It's an easy answer right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, oh, man, can Whitaker take the left hand? That's, uh, that's a question I want to know. Yeah, I don't Whitaker's know. a much better wrestler than, uh, than Izzy. And uh, Izzy, I would imagine, after all the MMA experience he has compared to, to, compared to Alex, you know, 
I imagine Whitaker could implement a much better wrestling game on Pereira than he was able to do on Izzy or that Izzy was able to do on Pereira. So I think generally, you know, the, you know, the exchange when you can and, you know, get some takedowns, you know, maybe some top control. I, I think that'd work a lot better for Whitaker. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw in the chat there though. Like, uh, I was kind of entertaining, uh, Marvin. Tory because yeah yeah because that, that motherfucker doesn't get knocked out so it's like I want to see if he I want to see if Pereira can knock him out before uh Marvin starts grappling or some shit man because yes it's a, like a he's like the modern Chris Lieben but he just like evened out and polished up every everything <laughs> yeah man I think stylistically like yeah yeah obviously uh Whitaker's got all the fucking tools he's he's Probably like a even well, he is an even better version of Vittori. Vittori is Whitaker is what Vittori wants to be. Yeah, let's say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's uh, he's gotten rocked, you know, and uh, we know we know that it can happen. So for me personally, if it's not Whitaker, I, I would like to see if Vittori uh, can eat that power because uh, interestingly enough, with uh, Pereira in his first MMA uh, fight. He fought some guy who could take the left hand, man. I don't know if you guys ever seen like that old fight. Uh, search it up if you'd like. But yo, dude, this, this Pereira was knocking this guy all over the place, and this guy just kept coming for whatever reason. It was like it was crazy to see him absorb so much damage, and then you know he eventually just wore Pereira down and uh, ended up. I think he ended up submitting him or TKOing him. But yeah, uh, yeah, man, that guy did. He probably left with uh with some some minor brain damage for sure because. Fuck, man. Pereira fucking clock him. <laughs> yeah, so if, if if it's not Whitaker, definitely uh, either Izzy or uh, Vittori for me. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, let's fucking close the chapter on that one. That was a fucking good-ass discussion. Fucking good-ass night of fights. Um, yeah. Uh, if you guys like, uh, you, you want to check out next week... Uh, quickly a touch on the main and co-main there uh you guys you guys know about you know, obviously throbby knows about uh Derek lewis the, you know Derek lewis uh right who's he fighting next week yeah so Derek lewis the black beast he's gonna be fighting uh spivak let's see his name here sergey sergey spivak i'm not very uh familiar with him to be honest with you but uh obviously Derek, he's a he's a fan favorite right yeah. Everybody knows Derek Lewis. Uh, he's. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up some stats here. He's gonna be trying to bounce back from a two-loss skid, right? Uh, he's never had a three-loss uh, skid in his career, right? Thirty-seven fights. Uh, but right now, his two losses are to that uh, to uh, Ty Tuivasa, right? That elbow KO. Yep. God. Yeah. He's that moving was, up. Yeah, that was a good ass fucking scrap, man. Uh, I'll do respect to Derek. And then uh, before that. Um, I didn't see this one. I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, he got TKO'd by a Sergey Pavlovich in uh, oh, yeah. uh, UFC 277. You saw that one, Throbby? Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's, uh, if you've seen, you know, one kind of generic type of heavyweight knockout, you're 55 seconds in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, if it's not something exciting like that back elbow or something, you know, it's it's a big guy hit him. He wobbled and then he hit him some more. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Man, you gotta, you gotta love heavyweight for like uh you know 
it's funny how, you know, you do have the elites out there, but then every once in a while you got that one guy who be swanging and banging his way into a title shot, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunate too for Derek, right? Because uh, he's, uh, he's from Texas, and like those last two losses were in Texas. He's, he's three for yeah. three ever since uh, joining the UFC in Texas, unfortunately. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys are as hopeful as I am that uh, Lewis can regain his uh, success, you know, with that swanging and banging. But uh, yeah, yeah, big ups to him. Uh, more stats from the stat board. He he's obviously got the record for most knockout wins in the UFC, right? Thirteen so far, which is uh, kind of surprising to hear. There's so many knockouts in the UFC, but. I yeah. guess as a one person, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, right. <laughs> the, for for one fighter having thirteen, I guess that's fucking incredible, you know. Um, yeah, two time for uh title challenger, lost to DC in two thousand eighteen, got TKO'd by Cyril Gane last year. Um, but you know, I think it's fortunate because I have a, another good stat here for his next fight. Now his next fight is in Las Vegas, right? His uh his his current record in the UFC when he fights in Las Vegas, he's eight and zero guys. He's undefeated oh, in Las Vegas. Yeah, I'd like to see uh Lewis get another win, right? He's probably one of my favorites. Fuck yeah! Just like a lot of people probably say that too. Yeah, he's he's entertaining anytime he's on. You know, someone's going down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Guys, uh... if, it's, if it's the other guy, you're you're gonna get a catchphrase or something, yeah. right? Uh... Hot take on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he, fucking one of my favorite uh, Derek Lewis moments right now is that fucking interview with DC. I don't know if you've uh, you've seen it, Throbby, right? I don't know if you've seen it, Brian. But like with, uh, when DC. he's talking about his nuts or whatever. <laughs> no, that's that another good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's this uh, interview that they were doing, and like uh, DC mentions that he uh, had uh, interviewed Ronda Rousey recently. And you you know uh remember when Derek was like where's Ronda Rousey's fine ass at yeah 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 so like DC's interviewing him and he's like he mentions Ronda and then Lewis is like did she ask about me <laughs> everybody starts laughing <laughs> like no no off record off record you know did she ask about me I'm just asking and then DC's like yo man there's three cameras bro it's not off record and then he's like and she didn't ask about you you know oh are you heartbroken. No, no, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm married. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love Lewis. Yeah, he's got a, he got a lot of good one-liners. Uh, you guys got a favorite Lewis knockout? I like the Curtis Blades one. Ooh, you know, he, yeah. it's not just a vicious knockout, but it's like actual game planning. Because <laughs> yeah. they, uh, he always likes to duck under like that and leave his chin out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That one was brutal. Yeah, the way he fell too, and then the the follow-up yeah. punches. Yeah, Derek. Uh, Derek, don't play, man. <laughs> yeah, those follow-up punches, like uh, as uh, Jorge Masvidal will say, they were super necessary. But you know, some other people might not feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brian? You got a favorite uh, Derek Lewis knockout? Uh, Dos Santos. Dos Santos. Oh, I think he got knocked out by Dos oh, yeah. Santos, actually. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> he did. He did. He did. He did. 
but that was a good that was a good that was a good point that was a good point for sure for sure yeah man there's just like too much to remember you know i think one of mine was uh you know the volkov one he was like losing the entire fight right volkov this gigantic maniac in heavyweight and then right at the last second you know he thought he was winning and then he fucking catches him up top mouthpiece popping out and everything that shit was fucking hilarious yeah so that would be mine man but uh yeah i'm I'm not too uh familiar with sergey here so i don't know how they'll match up seems like uh Derek lewis is having a bit of trouble with these euros you know <laughs> yeah so uh, we'll see how, how it goes man uh undefeated in las vegas we'll see if he can uh keep it that way that should be a good fight that's your lock of the week <laughs> for the bet <laughs> lock of the week there you go <laughs> uh are you guys uh familiar with eon eon Kutilaba? the hulk yeah he vaguely vaguely kind of mixed results no no? Okay, so I don't know if you're going to end up watching next week, but if you do, man, like this Eon guy, Kitilaba, this guy's fucking hell on fucking wheels, man. Like, he deserves name the Hulk because honestly, if anything, he's like he's like a light heavyweight Chandler, bro. Uh, <laughs> to to help you visualize. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, he fucking, he goes fucking hard for the like first round and a quarter or something, and then he like blows the fucking gas tank, you know. And then <laughs> usually gets finished. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, he's uh he's very entertaining. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, he's gonna be going up against uh Kennedy uh Nizikpachu. I think that's how they say the last name there. Um, yeah, definitely gonna be another fight that doesn't uh go the distance. I uh, crunch some numbers. Both these guys, uh, they have a combined 39 pro fights, right? Only seven of their fights saw the distance. So that's an 82% chance that uh, <laughs> these guys are going to finish each other. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so if you like exciting fights, it's definitely a co-main uh, to look at. And obviously the main event will be good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, big. Those cards at the Apex usually don't have a lot of name value, but it's those guys who take the risks, right? Fuck yeah, man. Like, uh, yo, ever since they opened up that shit, it seems like uh, people have gotten more aggressive for whatever reason in the inside the cage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Dana White for the last, uh, what, handful of years now, the main way he has, you know, to build his roster is with the Tuesday Night Contender Series, right? Mm -hmm. And he gets to handpick who, who makes it. And, you know, as ridiculous as it is, you know, there's guys who have been you know, winning dominant one-sided grappling decisions with a 10-8 included, and they're not getting contracts because Dana White doesn't want that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. He wants exciting guys, right? Ones will stand. That's that's kind of, you know, how they, you know, built the whole system now. They they have this, you know, exhibition bout where you're basically proving that you can be entertaining on the feet and everything. And at the same time, they only have to pay them 15 grand a fight, right? You Five grand to lose, 10 grand to win, that's... That's a good uh, good company plan. Damn. That's a sweet company plan. What a fucking farce, yo. <laughs> yeah, right? Making money. It's an oh, no, it's an amateur fight. No, exhibition? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exhibition. So it doesn't even go on their record. Yeah, that's true, too. Oh, man, that probably makes them even hungrier for the finish and shit. Yeah, right? Fucking like, oh, it's not going to be recorded, yeah. man. All right, fucking balls out, bro. Holy shit. Let's take a look at <laughs> 
Holy shit. Uh, Brian, did you uh, did you happen to see the Hanato Moicano fight uh, last night? Like, it was in the prelims, so I, I'm not sure if you saw it, but... No, I wasn't, I wasn't home. Oh, bro. I got I home got... Right, right when the main part started. Yeah, I got, I got to play this fucking clip for you. I played it for David earlier because it's so fucking hilarious, man. This guy was <laughs> yeah, going okay. off after he finished his opponent. Because, like, he's been in lightweight for a while, and you know how fucking stacked it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, so fucking... This guy got a win over his uh, opponent, Brad Riddell, who also had some uh, hype around him just because he's uh, associated with City Kickboxing, you know, Izzy and uh, Alex uh, Volkanovsky. And uh, yeah, this guy. All those guys, yeah. Yeah, he. So Moicano uh, submits this guy, and like you know, he's he's been around lightweight for a while, and he's looking to bust into the rankings. So uh, he, he went off on Joe Rogan here. Let me play for you, man. Let's listen to it. Hold on, that's not. There's a better one here. Post fight interview. Oh, they bleeped it. Oh. Hold on, let me find the good one. <laughs> what did he say? I can't really make out what he's saying. Sorry, hold on. I'm trying to find... Where's the one that I was just playing? Let me check my history here. Where the fuck did it go? Did it get taken down? Oh, maybe it did in the oh, last I hour. I think it got fucking <laughs> taken Let's see if we can hear this one, then. Can you hear that? No. No? No, it's really, really hard. Fuck's sake. It's like you can hear words, but you can, it's hard to make out what he's saying. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You're the fucking smart person on the earth, bro. Train me stay, you're a good And I'm fucking here to take over. All these motherfuckers. I'm here to take over. I lost only to the best. But today, I'm the fucking best. I have to be on the fucking ranking, man. This is disrespect. <laughs> what did he say? He said, "Motherfuckers respect me." Yeah, but well, I didn't. Hear... He's feeling disrespected because he hasn't been on the rankings yet, right? Uh, like, he's like, "I want a fucking bonus." Hanato wants money. <laughs> he's <fucking> just <laughs> going off you. Yeah, man. So I don't know. You'll probably see him in a main card sometime soon, right? Uh, I just wanted to show that. I look because... forward to it. Yo, man, he had the fucking crowd laughing and cheering and shit, man. He kept dropping the F-bomb, talking about he wants money and a bonus and shit. Oh, man, it was fucking hilarious, yo. Yeah. Fuck, all right, man. Well, let's close this up, man. This has been a good episode, yo. That'll be all for this episode. Uh, thank you, Throbby, always, as always, for coming on. And thank you, Brian, our, our new special guest uh, for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me on, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, hope hope to have you on uh, in future pods. Um, but yeah, uh, no official decision yet on whether we'll do a, a pod on the twentieth. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I just got my weekend job grinding all around and seeing how shit goes. Um, but yeah, to all our fans listening in, our our, our two or three fans. 
Uh, yeah, uh, just follow the Instagram at Hespectfully. That's the social platform I use the most. Um, and yeah, thanks once again, guys. Um, uh, it is Sunday, November 13th, 2000 and, oh, 2022. And uh, yeah, we'll see you when we see you people. Hespect MMA episode 27. Holla at your boy. And uh, peace out, guys, man. Have a good night, eh? Peace. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on today's episode of the Hespect MMA Podcast. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss your own responses over anything MMA related, come follow my Instagram or Twitter at Hespect MMA Pod. And for those of you listening in via YouTube, remember to hit that like and subscribe button to show some continued love and support. Appreciation to you and tune on in the next episode. Much Hespect. <laughs>